the college basketball opening lines preview and dicks picks edition not dicks picks edition, dicks edition baby or saturday february 3rd oh, on the sports gambling podcast this is the big 12 experience everybody is brought to you by hall of fame bets the sports research platform for parlays player props and game lines download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month and start making smarter bets today we're also brought to you by cut cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's us-based and available in 40 states head over to cut.com and that's k-u-t-t.com promo code sgpn for a 10 percent uh, positive bonus today and we're also brought to you by the SGPN Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus episode behind the scenes when Sean won $200,000. Get on over there. Check it out. And it's Super Bowl week coming up here. Pick them prizes free. $250 for a Super Bowl square. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon to join today. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gambling podcast network personally this is my favorite episode of the week because we hit those openers and we've seen how much they move especially on these saturday games it is friday february the 2nd so we're previewing uh saturday february 3rd and and we're doing the picks not dicks over here on the big 12 dicks episode baby (laughs) everybody loves fair dick but if you're wondering who you're listening to i am moneyline mac aka the former former video coordinator for bob huggins and frank martin and joining me on the big 12 experience you guys know him as a walking contradiction first off he was born in provo utah he's got family in ames iowa he lives in morgantown west virginia he's got a contradiction tomorrow co-host of the ryan and rush show rambling rush Oh. What's up, man? Yeah, you're right. It's a contradiction. <laughs> I guess we got to add that to the vocabulary now. There's dust ups and there's contradictions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the childhood teams playing the uh, well, my team now, the the alma mater. So uh, the family's coming to Morgantown. Gonna gonna be there. Gonna gonna be a great day. So uh, looking looking forward to this one. Uh, should should be a good day. Hopefully for one of four bishops and not three of four bishops. <laughs> indeed, indeed, a third man in the box. You guys know him as the six Zen champion. He, you know, he's always fighting a family civil war, whether it's in Norman, Stillwater, Waco, Fort Worth. You guys know him as a green mowing, weed growing, big 12 guru, Troy Tuning. What's up, man? I already had a hell of a day so far. I have four or five drinks deep and uh, got a whole <laughs> got a hole in one on a par four on the golf simulator from 267 yards for a $100 gift card. Uh, it's going to be a good season, that is. One it? swing, little... Very low T driver, knocked it down, only carried about 202 yards and rolled the other 65 right into the fucking hole. It was almost like I planned it, but uh, I'm kind of excited for Chad G. He's got the AI art ready ready to go for Mormontown. That's going to be a cool one. Mormons. I can't wait till Chad takes that, that fucking road chalk, takes the Mormons in Morgantown. Dude, come get some meth, Chad G. Uh, dude, this is a this might be the best Big 12 slate of the year. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to dive into these matchups. Obviously the headliner Houston 
first trip to the fog. You got Texas going to Fort Worth, their final trip. Um, you it's got like Baylor. Baylor, yeah, yeah, that's a good game. Uh, K State, Oklahoma State. I know, I know both teams are struggling, but those are that's always a good game just because of re- regionality. Rush, um, taking aside Houston and Kansas because that's going to be everybody's favorite game to watch. What's what what uh what are you looking forward to the most in this league? With these fourteen teams, all there's no buys on Saturday, so we have seven nope. games of action. Everybody, so we can we can look at this from a couple ways. Obviously, we got the big national game in Kansas, Houston, but we'll put that one to the side. We have the the personal show down the West Virginia versus BYU, but that does have some great storylines in it. Obviously, BYU away from Provo, coming to Morgantown, the first time uh, the basketball team is playing here. So interesting dynamic. Uh, there, but I'm also looking forward to some of these games like Texas at TCU, obviously an interstate, uh, matchup. Texas has lost the last two TCUs won the last three. So something's got to give there. Um, obviously Kansas state's trying to turn things around against Oklahoma state. Who's doing anything for, for a win here. Um, Oklahoma's trying to bounce back. Of course, Cincinnati versus Texas tech, two teams coming off losses, um, could, could make for an interesting one. Then of course the, the Iowa state Baylor game. To, to wrap things up, we'll, we'll see what gives in that one. Great matchups this weekend. They've done a really good job with how they've done their Saturday ones. Uh, um, it's going to be a great day tomorrow in the Big 12. My only complaint is I would have timed things out a little differently, been a little upset with the Big 12 with their football scheduling uh, coming up, uh, their, you know, when they've decided to time some of these basketball games. But besides that, we've got some great matchups. We do. Troy, what are you looking at, man? So, I mean, the, the last time that BYU played West Virginia was uh, we were all blasted at Russia's wedding, and, and <laughs> that, that ended up being a hell of a night. We got the the Moneyline Mac uh, 20 McNuggets, uh, 10, 10, 10-piece <laughs> McNuggets and 15 McDoubles delivery at 1.45 in the morning. So I'm kind of I'm kind of looking forward to that one. I want to see how Oklahoma responds after getting a, a, a pretty big win by a large margin on the road at Kansas State. I know – that was pretty much a, a, a crossway lock, so you knew to fade that one. But uh, I want to see how they turn around and go on the road. UCF has been a, a, a little challenging at home. I don't yeah. know if Oklahoma's ready for the palm fronds, but it's been a it's been a big week for the Oklahoma Sooners just nationwide. You got Mark Andrews pricking somebody's finger with his diabetic kit, saving their lives by giving them some orange juice on the plane. You got Baker Mayfield, the most accurate passer in the NFL, officially because of the uh, the Pro Bowl games. So he's officially the most accurate passer in the league. Things are looking up for Oklahoma. Uh, almost <laughs> almost a perfect time to maybe go with the dog. Yeah, I I, I mean, like you said, man, there's 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 a lot of different headlines. I like to do the standings recap uh, as we head in. Everybody is between five wins and three wins now. Uh, with the exception of Houston, who's six and two, and Oklahoma State, who's one and seven. So, in the five and two club, you got Iowa State, Texas Tech, you got Kansas and TCU at five and three, you got Baylor at four and three, you got Oklahoma K State at four and four, BYU's the only team at three and four, and then you got the Cincinnati, Texas, UCF, and West Virginia three and five. Like, like, like we predicted. Everybody within two games outside of two teams. Pretty pretty remarkable, and I, I think it's going to keep getting even tighter. So um, real quick, let's hit an ad before we dive into this slate because we got to talk to you about the SGPN Patreon. The guys just dropped that new episode, like I said, behind the scenes of Sean Wynn, 
That would be nice right now. This week's Patreon pick and prize is free for a $250 Super Bowl square, plus access to the pick sheet and exclusive channel on the Discord. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. In the promo code, watch them right now on youtube.com slash the college experience is T-C-E-S-G-P-N. Troy, you got anything cooked up here, man? I actually do. We don't. Underdog doesn't have any of the uh, the weekend games available, but I did put together one for the uh, the Iowa Ohio State game tonight. I got Jamison Battle and Ben Crikey, both higher than thirteen and a half points. I like to say it like Dundee would say it, you know, Crikey, <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. But but both both higher than thirteen and a half. I uh, I know Iowa has kind of transitioned from their their deliberate game to a bit more. Uh, guys around the outside kind of firing it up and letting it go. I think we see a bit of a score off between those two. Could happen. I like it. So you heard the man. You heard the Big 12 guru. Get over there. Bet it right now over at uh, Underdog Fantasy. And when you use that sign-up code, promo code TCESGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code TCESGPN. All righty. Shout out to chat. Chat's lit. Trevor's in there. Trevor was great on the show last night. Did a great job. I was going to say, we got to shout out Trevor filling in. Oh, yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, You can't change. I know he said something about he's got to look into his lighting. No, you can't. You can't change the lighting. It makes it look like you're getting blasted from heaven with the perfect picks. (laughs) You you know what I get a kick out of, too, is is everybody's like, Mac, you you locked too many games on the show. And then as soon as everybody actually comes on the show, I, a little nudge, and then it's like, all right, I'll lock it up. <laughs> like you end up betting more games when you're on the show, and you know, I I believe in peer pressure. Peer pressure is a good thing. If you haven't been peer pressured, you're not living right. So you know, you you got to be able to balance the demons. Noah all of a sudden is locking up every other game that he used to on his cocktail napkin. Only lock two games, but uh, ever since he's been full time, all of a sudden he's giving out 22 plays. It's amazing how that works. Uh. Anyway, I'm spitballing fucking nothing. Jamie's in the chat. He's bitching that we haven't started yet. We're getting to it, Jamie. We're getting to it. Um, Almost on cue every time. Jamie, get to the pit. It's always 10 <laughs> minutes in. So it gives you time. Get a shit break. It's a bot. It's Jamie's a bot. <laughs> go take a dump. Get a cold one. Get ready to go. Do whatever you got to do. Check the mail. Oh, I don't God. know what you got to do. Uh, all right. Let's let's check go. the chat. The chat GAI art has been, has been posted. Oh God! Who knows oh what no! Doing today. Uh, all right, so let's get into it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Send it to me, and we'll we'll display it on the on the screen. Let's get to Texas is headed to Fort Worth. Fort Worth uh, resides the hottest team right now in the Big Twelve. I mean TCU team of the week. I mean they. It's not even week anymore. They beat Baylor in triple overtime on Saturday, beat Texas Tech um, earlier in the week, which could have been a letdown game off the triple overtime game. Now they got the Longhorns. They're donating, what what, what is it, like five 500 uh, Horns down shirts to really stick it to Texas. Texas has lost back-to-back games to BYU and Houston. So I was looking back kind of at this history. This is this is usually a close game. This is I feel like TCU is going to win it. But I'm going to take the five, man, or five and a half um, at the open right now because I just – Texas is desperate. And when Texas is a dog and they're desperate, they've been good this year. 
Um, they 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 cover against Houston on Monday night. They won outright at Oklahoma. They beat Baylor in that desperation spot. They won at Cincinnati. It's when they're favorites is when you want to fade the horn. So I'll take Texas. Uh, Troy, where are you going here, man? So this one was pretty much decided before we even started the show. And I didn't know that TCU was donating and making horns down shirts. So you kind of <laughs> got to work that into the handicap a little bit. Uh, anybody that's going to rock the horns down shirt, I, I almost should just lay the points just because of that. But TCU, I know it was a three overtime game, but against Baylor, they gave up 50 points in the paint. And Texas rebounds significantly better than TCU does. I'm looking for the Dylan DeSue game here, probably something like 22 and 14 or something incredibly good. I'm taking the points and I'm sprinkling the money line here with the Texas Longhorns. Believe it or not, this is probably the first time I've actually been on their side. This is an easy pick. Texas has lost their last two. TCU's been on a bender lately. One of those games includes a three overtime game. TCU's bye is coming up too. So, you know, they might find a little bit in the reserve since they're not playing this week to to squeak this one out. Um, If they had a game coming up this week, I would probably lean a little more towards sprinkling the money line with Texas, but it's still very possible, Troy. The only thing that makes me a little nervous about this is because of all those factors and all of us agreeing, does this line stink? But I don't think it does. I, I I think Texas plus five and a half is – got to think they grind it down. Texas also – I mean, it's in-state. They've shown that they can win on the road too. So I'm, I'm taking the the points with Texas. I, I agree. Let's see. And Kennedy is on Texas as well. Uh-oh. Oh, Dang, no God. Fort Worth for Kennedy. <laughs> Maybe the line does stink. Oh, Kennedy's almost a lock for TCU Fort Worth. Now. <laughs> now, you know what's going to happen. The, Texas uh, is going to be – I was going to say Trevor made a made a good point about uh, their their ATS record. TCU overall is thirteen and eight against the spread, and Texas is only seven and fourteen, so they're not really one to cover. But this is the most points that TCU has laid, so maybe you win this one. Maybe that hook is is what keeps it from not stinking, and when it goes to that four and a half, then it really fucking smells. But man, I I don't know if TCU has an answer inside for Texas. I can't wait till when TCU wins by three, it'll be, it'd be perfect. Texas covers, Texas loses just like Monday night. It, that's the dream scenario. Just to, they keep you coming back just to let you down and always horns down. Fuck Texas. All right. Next up game of the day. I, I would say in college basketball, but you got, in my opinion, it is, but you got Duke Carolina, you got Kentucky, Tennessee, unbelievable weekend. So, I mean, for us, by far the biggest game of the year. Juice is going to the fog, and we are catching points as a home dog with the system. Uh, I am going to be on Kansas. I already tweeted it out. This is no surprise. I am. I know that. I know the analytics love Houston, but I think they're inflated because how fucking dominant at home they are. When they hit the road, they have not been good. I think they're one and three ATS uh, in the Big Twelve. I mean, they lost outright at Iowa State as a two and a half point favorite, similar to this. Lost at TCU as a five and a half point favorite outright. Uh, almost lost to BYU. Barely covered that. They were three point favorites, and didn't cover against Texas on Monday night. They could have lost that if Texas Texas gave them the game at the end. So. 
you're 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 giving me as a home dog the guy that has less losses in that building than Big Twelve championships. He said, "Get the fuck out of your Kansas all day." Money lied. Now, I know you said something about the analytics really liking Houston. I, I was telling you before the show, seventy four percent of the matchups that they ran the simulation on, Houston won the game. So, I feel like. When, when somebody's asking if the one and a half is bait for Kansas, I feel like the half is. I think Kansas might win this game by one point, but that's not what we're picking. Uh, this is Kelvin Sampson's circled game on the schedule all year long. This is the one that matters. And Kansas is soft, and Houston is, like you were saying earlier, this is the Dick, the Dick show. Houston is hard, all right? Uh I'm laying the points with Houston. I think they're really, really good. Oh, I think they're – oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I've, I've, oh, I've been off on every Kansas pick too, so keep this in mind. Everybody that's listening, I've been I've been off on every single Kansas pick for the last three weeks. Uh, and it is officially February, so the system is – you know, the page has been turned. It's time for Kansas. Houston gets this one, and I'm alt-lining this one to 7.5 in Houston's Ooh. favor, 100%. I think wow. Houston might smash this. I really think Houston might smash this. So, so I don't think Kansas is that good. They haven't been playing great basketball. I will say there is a point to Troy. If the game is close, Kansas is going to win. Like Houston's not going to win a close game because you're going to start getting beep, 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 eight on five. Houston has to be 20 points better. It's so actually, I if I disagree that Houston's going to win, but if you do like that angle, Troy's angle is actually pretty good. Yeah, don't – well, first of all, if you're just going to bet the game, don't even take the one and a half, just bet the Houston money line. And yeah. if you're going to bet the Houston money line, you've probably got a, a pretty good chance of alt-lining that to – I mean, at least five and a half or something like that. If they're a 15-point better team, they'll only win the game by five or six points because of the fog and because of eight on five. So – but, I, I mean, I, I'm big on Houston, you know uh, – I'm a big Kelvin Sampson guy, and like I said, it's been it's been a sooner week, and he's still got a little bit of sooner blood in him. So, <laughs> tell me uh, if you've heard this story before. <laughs> uh, a little slow start in January for Kansas. You know, people are questioning him. What happened to Kansas? They, you know, they lose in Morgantown. Uh, you know, things aren't going right for Kansas, and all of a sudden, February strikes, and then they get a game like this. And next thing you know, they're in the Big Twelve tournament. And it's like, well, I, no one wants to play Kansas it's Kansas is winning this game. I mean, this is, this is easy. This is an easy pick. I will say though, the chance that Houston does win this. I think the argument, two things can be true is Houston's a good team. And maybe this isn't the same Kansas, but this is Kansas's. This is usually, you don't question Kansas till after this game. And I, I, I don't think Kansas is going anywhere. I think this is when they step up and do what they do. For everything you said, it's going to be a close game. Then eight on five is going to appear, and Kansas is going to squeak, squeak by by like four points. So I'm now the, the other angle is Houston wins this game on the road, and you put the house on Kansas to still find a way to win the regular season in the Big 12. Because if Houston wins this game on the road in – at fog, you're going to get the best value you've ever seen on Kansas to still find a way back in the regular season. And with everybody kind of grouped sure. up, there's a chance that teams, you know, go on the road or, or an injury occurs. And I mean, if for some reason Houston does win this game and if they somehow win the game by, you know, more than two possessions or two possessions or so, that value on Kansas is going to skyrocket. 
Yeah, Kansas, the rest of their schedule, though, it's – I mean, it's the Big if, 12. If Everyone's loses, just brutal. They're not going to win the league, though. They, they – I feel That's like – That's what they want you to is, think, Mac. This is, this is the year that they run the table at home. They usually lose one early, or if they do. But I think, like you said, they're not as good this year, where they put an even stronger emphasis on home court and protecting home court. So, what is Kennedy doing, Rush? He's on Kansas. All right. Troy is in the foxhole. All right, this Cougar next- Island. I like Cougar Island. I can deal with some older women. <laughs> this next game is very intriguing. I'm looking forward. This is an underrated game, and I don't think this is going to be a blowout. I, 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 Cincinnati's headed to Lubbock. I think these are two hard fucking nose teams here. Both are coming off losses earlier in the week. Cincinnati disappointed that they lost in Morgantown. Um, you look on the other side. Texas Tech, they finally came back to the pack a little bit against TCU. I, 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 like I said, man, I think this is a four or five point game, and we talked about it with with Cincinnati, man. You could you look at their losses on the road. Four to West Virginia, hard place to play. Tech or Kansas at the Fog, five point loss. Uh, at Baylor, three point loss. They don't really get blown out just with their style of play. I think this is a r- grinded out football match. Toughness wins in the end. I think Texas Tech will probably win the game, but I'm going to take the points with the Bearcats in a double road spot here. I think they, they you're going to get their best punch here against Texas Tech in a uh, little bit of a desperate spot. They've lost three out of four now, so I'll be on the Bearcats here. I uh I think this one is your double trouble play. I think you get the the early bet in here at five and a half on Cincinnati. And if for some reason it comes down to that three and a half, or even I mean the four and a half would be a rough one to play. But if it does for some reason get all the way down to three and a half, then you take tech and 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 you hope for a four point game or a five point game. But at five and a half, I do think Cincinnati will hang around a little bit mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, it seems like it's only going to be a one or two possession game. So I'm going to take that hook and hopefully use it in my favor on Cincinnati's side. But it has been a very tough team to read. Cincinnati has not been, you know, really any kind of consistently good or bad. I guess just kind of walking down the line, the uh, the analytics give this, this tech team a 71% chance to win. But I'm pretty sure out of that 71%, only eight or nine percent were above the the six or more mark. So, um, I, I think maybe the five and a half with Tech is bait, and the five and a half for Cincy is the safer pick. So, I'm taking the points. Bearcats, Skyline Chili, uh, all the all the Bengals fans saying that you know Joe Burrow and the Bengals would have been way better than the Ravens. <laughs> Might not be wrong. Might not be wrong. So I've been very impressed with the Cincinnati team this year. Uh, I think they're very underrated. I don't think they get enough attention. I don't think they get the attention they deserve. The two games that really hurt them is obviously their home games, losing to Texas and Oklahoma. But that was by a combined five points. And the Texas game was a one point. That game was a grinded out. I was very impressed watching Cincinnati play West Virginia here in Morgantown um, earlier this week. My feelings towards the Cincinnati team are – I'm not calling them a top 16 team in the country because they're not. But I could see them if they can make this tournament, you know, sneak in there as the 11 seed, even that play in 11 seed, that dangerous 11 seed that that we talk about. You know, they they get 
they get that big win over the six and then have to play the three. And they're like, oh, you know, depending on which three that is, we just went through the Big 12 gauntlet. We can play these guys. Next thing you know, a team like Cincinnati's in the Sweet 16. And I could see that happening for this team if they catch, you know, if they get hot at the right time and get themselves into the tournament. Um, I like Cincinnati in this game. I think it's, I don't know if they outright win it, but it's everything that we're talking about, guys. It's, they're going to keep it close. They don't struggle on the road. They play teams close. So I, I really like the points here with Cincinnati as well. Uh, Kennedy is on Texas Tech. And you, you want to know, too, I think that they play well. They don't depend on making shots. Yeah, it's like yeah, they play they, they play a brand of basketball that's not you know bomb it up from deep and and you know one week will look great and the next week will look terrible. Yeah, it, it's 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 honestly they look like an old hugs team to be honest. Like they got a little bit of that. We're gonna just go get it off the glass. Fucking. Play he could be a silent advisor, back. right? He could be a silent advisor just to spite Dub V. Good. Well, hey, he, he was wearing Dub V against Cincinnati the other night. Maybe he was under disguise. He may have been rumored Cincinnati. I don't know. <laughs> he needs to True put the fake question. mustache on and uh, <laughs> uh, like Bobby Valentine, put the fake mustache on and be like, oh, no, West Virginia has a new assistant coach, uh, Rob <laughs> <Yeah>. Rob Thuggins. <laughs> oh, man. We got too much fun on this show. All right. We're brought to you by Cut. And if you want to bet head-to-head and take the Texas Tech Red Raiders against us, get over there to cut.com. And uh, it's it's great, man. You got a social peer to peer social betting platform that's US based and available in 40 state. And eh, just get over there. Cut.com, K-U-T-T.com, promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. It allows you to list almost any kind of bet you want. Perfect for getting down on the action with those fun Super Bowl props. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting platform for parlays, props, game lines. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 uh, users researching with Hall of Fame bets who craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Boom. We're back. Let's fucking go. Uh... Next I just sent up. you the I just sent you the new Chad Mormontown, the updated one. Oh yeah, we have it. We have an advised one. <laughs> we have a we have a, a, a an alcohol included one. There you go. That should be called the Rush one. The the yeah. Mormontown meets West Virginia. That there's the contradiction. There it is. Chad, Chad you need to put those up as uh, uh, NFTs already... and sell them for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the final. Wait a minute. Where's uh Iowa where's State? UCF? Who's UCF got? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Where's that line at? Where? Um. All right. I'll, I'll come back to that. Anyway, let's go to one I do have. Iowa State's going to Baylor. Wacko Waco, baby. Bears are laying two and a half. Um. That was a big win the other night, uh, Troy. We we didn't get to talk about it, um, because it was a Wednesday game, but. I think Baylor found something the other night. Their back was against the wall. They were down double digits. They were on the verge of losing four in a row. I felt like they went to the zone. I thought it was effective. Um, I like him here, coming back home. I actually really like this game. This is lockworthy. And, and Iowa State, man, they've won three in a row. They just beat back-to-back Kansas schools. They've had a week off. They've been feeling themselves. 
Iowa State's a fade on the road. I know they won at TCU, but before that, drilled at BYU, beat it at Oklahoma. They got their one road win. They're not going to win back-to-back road games. I like Baylor here, make some shots. Um, Iowa State has won, did win their last year, though. But I I, I, I still like um, – I think they, they'll play that zone, make Iowa State make shots on the road, and, and they won't fall. Give me the Bears, lay the points. Yeah, just coming off the fact that Iowa State's – uh, weekend game last week was some of the best shooting that we've ever seen in a game from a team. Um, not necessarily, you know, just percentage wise, but the difficulty of shots that they were making that were going in from long range. I don't really see them reproducing that uh, uh, at Baylor. Um, I think this line is a little, little disrespectful in Baylor's favor. Actually, uh, I think you would, I would think about four and a half. I mean, I'm laying the points with Baylor here. This is a, uh, like Scott Drew said after the last game, they're they're two or three possessions away from being like the number five team or the number four team in the nation. And if nobody wants to come to the forefront in terms of between Ray J. Dennis and and Nunn and Jacoby Walter just kind of doing the on and off, uh, a lot like Keontae George last year where you know he has the talent, but he doesn't really want to go get the ball and take over the game. Give me Langston Love, dude. He sat on the bench with injuries and then the, the eye problem that he had last year, and now he's finally just getting playing time. He's not even going to go anywhere. He's going to come back and play next year too. So, uh, yeah, let me lay the points here with Baylor. Let me alt it to four and a half as well. Um, I might even think about like a six and a half or a seven and a half just, just in hopes that Iowa State bricks maybe two or three more threes uh, underneath their average, and that that works out in Baylor's favor. I don't know if I'd alt it to four and a half. I do like three and a half. I put Mitchell put that in the chat. Three and a half seems like what this line should be. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Iowa State's been on a win streak themselves. Um, you know, could come out a little rusty, especially being on the road against Baylor. And then my guess is they're staying in Texas because then they're um, in Austin either Monday or Tuesday next week. So I, I think Iowa State splits this and I think it's more likely that they lose to Baylor and then beat Texas, especially all we, for all of us, what we predict that Texas is going to do against TCU. And then they go back home. Uh, this, this just feels like a scheduled loss that we like to say. It, it just yeah. feels right. Like I Baylor by like four. The BYU just game. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This just feels like a scheduled loss for Iowa state lose by four, move on, beat Texas. And then you got a game at home. So that is my angle, and we'll see what Kennedy's is. Kennedy is going Iowa State. All right, road road team. He likes some cyclones. Yeah, Kennedy likes natural disasters so that he can use the federal government allocated money to make himself look good. <laughs> okay, Kennedy, go fuck yourself. Baylor's or winning it, this game. He likes, he likes the cyclones on the road. Nice. You know what? I'm going to alter it to seven and a half. Man. Fuck you guys. He lo- he, he, we're, he if we're going Houston that. seven and a half at the fog, then we're definitely going Baylor seven and a half at home. <laughs> I was about to say, you let seven and a half number. That's your fucking number. That's seven and a half. I outline it. Uh, give it's me seven and a six half. Point, it's the six point game. Miss a three because you try to force a three and then two free throws. True, true, true. Uh, all right. So I added these two games. These lines just came out. K State at OK State, Oklahoma at UCF. They're both one and a half point lines. How about that? K State's going to Oklahoma State. K State's laying a point and a half. Oklahoma State should have won the first game in Manhattan, man. I. This is the is one. This... this is the uh, one. Yeah, I. 
So here, so I don't know one. if you guys watched the Divine of Providence, like the whole drama with Dead Cooley. And I'm not saying that the similar shit's going on right now with uh, with K State and Jerome Tank, but I get the vibes that this might be it for Tang. I, I think with the whole thing that went down with Tomlin and administration, I like Oklahoma State here. I, I think Oklahoma State's going to win the game outright. I, I, I think the line's telling you this. I could actually see this flip into Oklahoma State being favored. I, I don't trust K-State on the road at all. Um, barely trust them at home. And and they just lost by 20 at home. That that doesn't happen to, to this team and in in this fan base. So – Maybe they get right on Monday against Kansas at home just because it'll be the Sunflower Showdown shit show that the game always is on Big Monday. But I'm I'm gonna ride the Cowboys here. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the home home small puppy. Give me uh give me Mike Boyd in to get win number two in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I'm I'm laying the money line on this one. Uh the the Stillwater pre- like free press, uh the Oklahoma State rider hasn't picked the Cowboys in a single game this year, whether it's to cover a spread with plus points or, or on the money line at all. And he's taken Oklahoma state to win this game outright, like out of nowhere. Um, I think they know something. Um, and with how, I mean, for lack of better words, with how shitty they looked against Oklahoma at home in the yeah. octagon. How and I have, I, I have a weird feeling that this game is going to be pretty packed for Oklahoma State, and maybe they'll have a little bit of the home cooking that, that isn't always there in Stillwater. I'm taking the points. I'm laying the money line. This isn't even a sprinkle money line play. This is like a full two-unit money line play on Oklahoma State for me. I I have no feel on this game. I could see this going. <laughs> I could see this going any either way. Yeah. So just just to be fair for anyone that uses my picks, um, if there are any of you out there, uh, just the confidence level is is low on this one. I I'm gonna pick Kansas State here minus one and a half. I I do think they're on a bit of a losing streak. We we have talked about Tang this year. I just think this Oklahoma State team. Obviously, they got up against West Virginia last week. I mean, the game that West Virginia should have put away, but. It was remembering the 10. It was that game for them, so they were able to get up. I think there's one or two more wins for this Oklahoma State team in here. I just don't know if this is it. It feels like it's too close to their other win where they still have to go on a little bit of a losing streak. So I think Kansas State, what, they've lost three in a row? Uh, that's I feel like that's got to change. But you guys are on to something. If they do lose this game and it's, it's four in a row, um, then then there are there – are, are big time the issues yes the issues that we were concerned about with tang are very real uh kennedy is joining me at kansas state minus one and a half all right sorry i had to run because i can't believe that i didn't have this prop ready for this game but how do you expect tang to beat an orange team (laughs) tang tang is or hmm. tang is orange could this be a so would it, would it tang a own, wouldn't it tang own Oklahoma State then? But the tang is way smaller than the rest of the orange on the container. But the comp the tang owns it though. Only Troy would come up with something like this. Yeah, I would have a fucking 75 serving thing of tang right around the corner sitting in the kitchen. Welcome to the Big 12 College Experience, everybody. Uh, <laughs> all right, next game up. This one's intriguing, and Troy talked about this in his pregame, or not pregame, and maybe maybe he did talk about it while he was pregaming for the show. But uh, 
Oklahoma's going to UCF. Back-to-back road spot for Oklahoma. They just won by 20 on the road. UCF just dropped a home game. I love UCF here. I think UCF is pretty fucking good in that building. Like I said, man, they they were fucking right there to beat Baylor. They beat West Virginia and Kansas in that building already. They And uh, I, I they've lost two in a row here. I think that if they want to get back into that potential at-large bubble spot, I think this is a game that UCF has to get. I mean, Oklahoma, they got their win in Kansas. Now they're fucking happy and fat going down to the bounce house Saturday. Fucking warm weather. I I, I just like the athleticism in, in in that in that home court. Uh, give me UCF all day here, baby. Let's go. See, I feel Oklahoma's been one of the other teams along with Cincinnati. We're trying to get a read on them is just almost pointless. Thought they really had no shot against Kansas State. They blow them out. Would think that UCF at one and a half covers this. I would think that they win at home. And for that reason, we're going Oklahoma and laying the points. Uh, The Palm Fronds have been rocking, but eventually they got, I mean, with the amount of drug usage down in Orlando, they've got to run out sometime. You got to think that they're going to have a, I mean, it might not it might not be smart to pick for them to run out of the bath salts on the weekend because I'm sure they've been saving up for this. But I'm going to go ahead and lay the points with Oklahoma. I think I really do think that they're right in the middle of the pack of the Big 12. Like they might be the very the 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 median average team in the Big 12, really. And I just think UCF is a little bit below that. I think we've already seen the high points of UCF. I don't know if they ever get back to that high point again. And Porter Moser is typically the issue for Oklahoma, but Johnny Dawkins isn't, you know, Scott Drew or or Jerome Tang or someone that has any kind of big, big experience in the league. I think maybe Porter Moser wins this game as a coach on the road. So I'm laying the points with Oklahoma here. I'm with you, Troy. I'm laying the points with Oklahoma as well. I know UCF was in a grinded out game against uh, Baylor and had a chance to win that, and they didn't even cover. But anyway, and then Oklahoma just got their win against Kansas State. So obviously there's that factor. I get the home dog factor. But here's the thing, and I brought this point up earlier on the show with Kansas, right, is we start to get to this point of the season. It's the good teams start to rise to the top. The teams that, you know, maybe started off, fast or the new four into the big 12 or kind of those teams that you start to see they start hitting a wall at this point too and i think because this is ucf's first year in the big 12 and johnny dawkins is their coach i think we're going to start seeing the more experienced teams rise to the top here and oklahoma is that kind of what you were saying even though oklahoma is going to the sec and i know porter moser's had his issues but i i could see kind of um UCF kind of start fading at at, at this point as well. I think it'll be a tough environment to play at. I think they'll always have a chance. Like you need to take them seriously, but I could see them kind of going to the, the pre big 12 expectations that we had for this UCF program. I'm taking OU minus one and a half and Kennedy is taking UCF. UCF. Uh, UCF better get this game. I just looked at their schedule because they got Lubbock and Provo on deck. So they got a back-to-back road spot, so they cannot be losing this one. This is a, uh, this is the, the universe telling you big sooner week. Everybody, everybody from Oklahoma is 
I mean, besides how Jalen Hurts looked in that that quarterback accuracy passing thing, he couldn't even hit the one point <laughs> target. I could do that with my fucking knockdown seven iron. Uh, besides that, everything else has been, you know, pretty in favor of the Sooners throughout the week. I think the 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 momentum is telling you at only one and a half. I mean, maybe because they're on the road, you take the money line, but there's a chance that Oklahoma wins this game pretty convincingly. We shall see. All right. Um, final game. I'll be here with Rush. Go check out. And where is it? Uh, here's the here's the uh, image for tonight's uh, or tomorrow night's game. And oh hell yeah! Shout out Chad G. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's the Rush right there. You need that with Russian Peyton. Russian Peyton, right? Now. We got we got old Morbid down tomorrow at six o'clock Eastern. The Super Soakers headed. To Morgantown, the hills. Here was the other one he made. <laughs> that was version one. We had to get an update. Yeah. You had to get YouTube. to com slash uh, the college experience. Shout out to Chad G. He's the absolute best. So there's no line out on this. Uh, so I'll make the line. West Virginia minus 10. Just kidding. Um, I think BYU. Play it. <laughs> uh, so BYU. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll do, go Kempom. BYU's laying 11. It's not going to be 11. Um, I will say if it is, it's easy. I was gonna say three and a half. No, I, no, I, no. I think, five and I, a half. I think it's. I think it's gonna be like seven and a half. I think yeah. BYU. Yeah, Bartorvik as a BYU ten and a half. I will. I'll project the line. Let's see how good I am. I'll say BYU is laying eight and a half. Eight and a half is my initial per- projection, and. Get the fuck out of here. What, I mean, how many more times are they going to give us the Mountaineers at home dog in the Coliseum until they fucking figure it out? Mountaineers outright. BYU's not the same team away from home. They don't make shots. They shoot so many goddamn threes. So give me the Mountaineers. This is going to be another juicy money line, just like Texas, just like Kansas. Cincinnati was a little bit juicy, but Mormons hitting the road. Mountaineers, baby. Let's go. So uh, I know we didn't do a show before the the two game slate on Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know Mac and I put up that we would lay the points with Baylor and take the points at home with, with West Virginia and probably sprinkle the West Virginia money line. Uh, it's the exact same play. Whenever they're in Morgantown, especially if they're not playing Houston and you're getting, you know, eight and a half. I mean, if for some reason this line comes out and it's nine and a half or 10 and a half smash it. Um, I think West Virginia wins this game outright. I think uh, as a, as a racial handicap, I think Raekwon battle is going to have a pretty good game. Just, just hinting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to take the points, whatever they're giving you from West Virginia. I'm, I'm going to lay the the money line for West Virginia. I'm going to take the over on Raekwon battle points. And uh, I always forget who it is in the chat, but we're going to take the the Kirk Creesa over one and a half threes as well. He has been shooting it well. Mm-hmm. He has been. He's kind of turned it around. We need we need more shit talk in the chat. Is and we need to find out what Chad, Chad G's betting. Yeah, because Chad it, Chad's not allowed. Actually, he's Chad been, but he's been on a heater. He's been on a West Virginia heater. He he did he did uh, hop on the Mountaineers uh, against Cincinnati. I, I talked him into it. You know, he's gonna. Yeah, let's Cincinnati. do it. We're taking alt spread West Virginia seven and a half. Yeah, we're gonna do the seven and a half three way parlay. All the teams to just spank in a league where no one's been spanked. And it's the week where you think you've got all the awesome, like real close matchups. 
just got a zag when everybody else is zigging. Rush, what do you think? Do you think the Mountaineers blow them out? I think they win by think, 10. I I really do. I think the chat might be onto something. I I talk into it. <laughs> I I think West Virginia wins this game by 10 points. Uh maybe a little more double digits. Um this is just I'm trying to think how to explain it. Like more than the feeling cuz obviously I know both these teams quite well. I know both these co- cultures quite well and I know BYU's not the same team as they are on the road. There's something that about West Virginia. I mean, well, I guess we can see if it translates to basketball where like I know we joke about it and stuff, but like they, they crumple like when it comes to playing like in Morgantown or versus West Virginia team. Cause I guess one of the games was at FedEx at one time, West Virginia is winning this game. It's at home. They done well in Morgantown. I think BYU might get off to a little bit of a fast start with some threes, but then I could see those threes yeah. just not going in. And that's how I think the game's going to go. Obviously there's a lot of family pride on this game. Uh, so my bias may kick in, but on the reverse end, like I said, I know if there's one person that knows these programs very well inside and out, it's also me too. So West Virginia wins this man. They win it big. I, you know, it may not look like it right away in the first half, but I think the second half is where they come alive and BYU just, just crumbles. So did um, West Virginia I, all day, whatever number it is. I saw Zoidberg said the number is nine and a half. Did you, did you get that from somewhere or is that, was uh, that a projection Zoidberg? Yeah. Was I that a projection or did you find that somewhere? Please be nine and a half. Please be nine and a half. Oh my God. Oh my please God. Be nine I would half. take wrong team favored by nine. I would, I would, yeah, I would, I would 100% make that the alt line the other way. Dude, they, they're still giving us these West Virginia home lines. Like they have seven players. They have beaten Kansas, Texas and Cincinnati outright the last three another one yeah, man and, and, and you know and you know the system when they're when they're full like the uh, uh the emperor palpatine you will now experience the power of this fully operational battle station when they're playing at home <laughs> and they've got yeah. everybody man oh zoidberg came up with it fuck because uh, i would have laid that shit yeah everybody should probably everybody should probably just uh fade us when they're on the road but take it t- i'm telling you take them when they're at home it's a hard place to play so all right, man. What did Kennedy do, Rush? Kennedy's on the uh, BYU Cougars. Wants to be some soap and <laughs> wants to super soap. You're an idiot. Well, he, that's why he has to get head, you know. <laughs> uh, get the fuck. He was on Kansas and Texas and Cincinnati, too. Uh, all right. Lock dog tease time, baby. Let's get in it. Lock. Well, you, you go first, Rush, just in case you got to get out of here. Oh, no. Well, I'm, good. I'm good. He's, he's, uh, got, he's got five minutes. Go ahead, though. Yeah, lead it off. Lead it off. Lead it off. Okay. Uh, my issue with the lock is I don't know what plus five and a half team to take. Cincy or Texas. I'm going to go Texas, unfortunately. All right. Texas. Hook them. Troy? Lock and, lock and Baylor. Sick them. So we got to Lock and Baylor. Smash it up. Alt line. Take it big. Pay heed all who enter the fog. Rock chalk, lock it up. Get this fucking usage shit out of here. <laughs> Chad, the good oh. thing is I could just be like, oh, you know, I, I was raised Mormon. I'm one of you, so I'll, I'll be, I'll be just fine. Dog, just this, just for you, Chad G. Dub V U. <laughs> Alt line minus again, nine and a half. Again, again. <laughs> Are all three dog. of us gonna go Dub V U? No, dog is Oklahoma State Cowboys. I like that. I like that one. Small pup. Uh, this is the one game that Stillwater gets up for. Boom. I'm, 
I'm 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 on the Mountaineers. I'll be in there. I'll I'll, I'll watch it live again with Rush. Uh, we're on a heater ever since we started going to some games. Uh, got we we turned things around after that Texas game. Rush, uh, good at home. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully, when we hit the road, we can start getting some road games. Um, but yeah, we're gonna win another home game tomorrow. Let's go Mountaineers. That's my dog, and it's gonna be a juicy one. That thing's gonna be plus two fifty. I bet plus two seventy five, maybe even plus three hundred. So easy. Let's go. Um, round so, quick. is there a chance, Rush, that you could get like your vows renewed after a few months so that we could get the same mojo and do the round robin Oklahoma State West Virginia <laughs> dogs? Could you be I, I talking to OK State Rush? Oh, yeah. I, okay. I like I said, no feeling on that. My, so my two biggest in terms of confidence levels, the OU, the, the two games that are minus one and a half, I could see. Either way, maybe that's well. I guess Kansas is. I feel Troy. Can we throw Kansas in there? Yeah, go ahead. So let's go West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and Kansas for our round robin. Here we go. But make sure everybody knows if you're going to do that, just do West Virginia and Oklahoma State as a separate two way parlay as well. The last time we had the Mormon magic, Rush Rush hit it big for for Gundy and for West Virginia. They blew him out of the There you go. So. We're looking for a little bit of the same mojo. Maybe I'll go find the whatever weed strain I was smoking four and a half, five months ago and, and bust that back out. There we go. Love it. You're going to have plenty of time to do it, man. Tomorrow's going to be absolute fire. We'll be back on the college basketball experience here later tonight. 10 Eastern, me, Noah, Beanick. We got a we got a gauntlet here tonight. So get in Tomorrow the night, I'll be on the main show too, guys. Yes, and so, so we'll rush. So Big 12 before. Uh, the main show tomorrow night recapping and then we go into that Saturday recap show that's always a shit show so set your reminders stay tuned I don't think I I don't think we're gonna have Dundee for a little bit uh, you guys you guys know why um so he'll be back when he's back he'll announce when he's when he wants to announce it's his announcement to make not mine we gotta um, we gotta put a line out there on how old little Dundee is gonna be when when Dundee yeah. takes a video of him making a pick like like I do with Tibbles between two toys. <laughs> when he crawls up to one of them, oh, he's hammering Kansas State tonight, baby. <laughs> he's gonna he that's what he should do for his pick of the day. So he probably might hit at the same rate if he just, <laughs> <laughs> just as a kid. So all right, better. guys. Uh this is the Big 12 College Experience. He's at Troy Tuning, he's at Rambling Rush. I'm at Moneyline underscore Mac. We'll see you guys tomorrow night on the Big 12 show. We'll see you on the main show here tonight. And we are out of here. Cheers. Have a good weekend.